Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and in this episode, I'm gonna walk you through nine tips that you can use to turn your LinkedIn profile into a job-generating machine. Now, all these tips haven't just been pulled out of thin air. They are the direct result of having reviewed over a thousand LinkedIn profiles over the past five years. So these are the nine things that I see people either overlooking or not including or simply not optimizing well enough or in the right way. And if you implement all nine of these things, or even if you implement just a couple of them, I promise you, you're going to see a significant increase in the amount of opportunities that you generate and the amount of visibility that you generate from your LinkedIn profile and on the LinkedIn platform. So let's dive in. The first tip here is to upgrade your profile picture. So whether you like it or not, your profile picture is your first impression on LinkedIn. And that's not just me saying that, that is actually based on scientific research. So a study was done by the University of York. And what they found was that we as humans only need a 33 millisecond glance at an image of somebody to form a first impression of them. And they also found that longer viewing times didn't change the impression that was formed about that person. So 33 milliseconds, that's subconscious, right? So we want to make our profile picture count because people are using it to form a first impression about us, which is going to impact how they receive the rest of the information on our profile. Now, the easiest way I found to get objective data on whether or not your profile picture is good enough is to use the site called photofeeler.com. So what I do is take your profile picture, I would upload it to photofeeler, and I would analyze the feedback that you get. Then I would go either reshoot or edit your existing picture based on that data. So if people tell you, hey, your background's blurry, maybe you swap out the background by either taking a picture with a different background or by digitally editing out the background with any number of sites out there. Canva is a great option for this. There's another site out there uh, called Background Remover that will remove the background from any picture and then you can layer in something else. There's a bunch of great options here, but you can essentially rinse and repeat until your scores are good. And then you can upload that profile picture with confidence knowing that other strangers are gonna feel the same way that people on Photofeeler did. And those people gave you great scores. So you're in good shape. The second tip here is to leverage keywords in your profile. So when you have the right keywords in your profile, you're gonna show up in more relevant searches. And what I mean by that is recruiters, hiring managers, they are on LinkedIn every day and they are typing in specific keywords when they search for candidates they're looking to hire. So if you have those keywords in your profile and they are relevant to the jobs that you're targeting, you are gonna show up in more searches, you're gonna get more clicks from people who are looking to hire you, that's gonna result in more opportunities. So here's how you find those keywords. First, I want you to go to LinkedIn and I want you to find 20 job descriptions that match up with roles that you would be interested in. And for each one, I want you to copy out the entire job description and paste it in a Google Doc or a Word Doc. Once you have job descriptions for those 20 roles in that document, I want you to go to resimatch.io and I want you to click the job description scanner button in the middle. Then I want you to paste all of those job descriptions in there at once and run the scan. What ResiMatch is going to do is pull out the most common skills, both soft skills and hard skills that appear across all of those job descriptions. And I want you to focus on the top 15 skills that show up. These are the skills that are going to give you the widest reach, the widest visibility for roles that you're interested in. And then I want you to weave these keywords into the rest of your profile, into your headline, into your about section, into your experience section, into the skill section of your profile. All of those places should include these top 15 keywords. 
The third tip here is to write a killer headline. So I personally like to use a specific headline formula and it has two parts. The first part of your headline is gonna have those keywords and those specific skills that are relevant to your roles. And then the back half of your headline is going to be a results focused value proposition. So for example, let's say that I'm a data scientist who works in healthcare. I ran through that similar exercise that I just talked about in step two. And what I found was that the top skills were data, science, Python, R, and Tableau. So the first part of my headline might say data scientist, then I might put a little pipe, and then I might have my skills. So I might say Python, R, and Tableau, and then I'll have another pipe. And that leads me into the second half of my headline, which is gonna be my results-focused value proposition. And essentially the way that you describe this, the way that you write this is by answering the question of I help my company or companies in my industry do blank. So in this example, as a data scientist who works in the healthcare field, maybe I help hospitals use their data to reduce readmission rates. So something that I'm gonna do is include a buzzword here, uh, big data. And then what I'm gonna do is go look up the reduction in readmission rates that I've been able to help these hospitals achieve. And let's just say that it's 37%. So my results focused value prop statement might, might read, I help hospitals use big data to reduce readmission rates by 37%. So our headline in total here is data scientist, then I have a little Piper divider, Python, R, and Tableau, then I have another little divider, and then I help hospitals use big data to reduce readmission rates by 37%. The reason why this is gonna be effective is because if I go run a search for data scientists and I filter by people, everybody's gonna have the exact same headline. They're gonna have their job title at company. So it would be data scientist at Google, data scientist at Microsoft, data scientist at Amazon. And the only thing people are competing on there is the brand equity that's associated with their company rather than the actual results that they drive. That's not what we want to do. Instead, we want to focus on the value that we bring to any company. We want to make the results and the value about us. That's going to lead to more clicks on your profile. And then the keywords in here are also going to help you show up in more of these searches. So make sure you revamp your headline based on that. The fourth tip here is to write a killer about section. So a great about section has three parts. The first part is a short paragraph that speaks to your job, your years of experience, and your value proposition. And you can think of this as an expansion on your headline. The second part of your about section is gonna be five case study bullets that showcase specific results that you've achieved. And one great way to ensure that you're writing awesome case study bullets is to use our resibullet.io tool. What you can do is write your case study bullet in there. It will actually score your bullet and it will give you feedback on how to improve it. So if you can work to get a score of 60 or above for all five of your case study bullets, you know you're gonna be in great shape. And then third, you want to include your email with a call to action for people to connect with you. So you might say something along the lines of, I love connecting with new people, especially people who are focused on X, Y, and Z things. If you want to chat, here's my email or DM me here on LinkedIn. And make sure your about section includes the keywords that you found in the exercise in tip number two. The fifth tip here is to leverage your featured section. So it's really, really hard to convey your value on a resume or even in your about section because it's just black and white text. Your featured section is your chance or your opportunity to show people what you've done on your terms. So you wanna include things like case studies of your work or content you've created or posts you've written or podcasts that you've been a part of or anything else that you've worked to do. And this works especially well if you create content off of LinkedIn or even on LinkedIn in some capacity. And this is something that I'd recommend everybody do. So if you have a bullet on your resume about 
a specific project you worked on or experience you gained, go expand on that. Turn it into a blog post where you talk through your methodology, the research that you did, the thought process and the strategy that you came up with, the way you executed on it and the results that you got. Break that down into like a thousand or a 2000 word blog post, add a cool image to it, maybe something you create on Canva, and then add that link into your featured section. Now people can maybe see that case study bullet in your about section, and then they can see the expansion on it in your featured section, making them more likely to click on it. And then you're able to explain exactly what happened in your own words on your own terms and in a way that's gonna be much easier to understand than some jargony bullet that you wrote for your resume uh, or for your LinkedIn profile. The sixth tip here is to focus on the skills section of your profile. So most people don't realize this, but LinkedIn actually uses your skills section to stack rank candidates. So let's say there are three people who are vying for a role that's focused on, let's say Google Analytics. Let's say that you have 50 endorsements for Google Analytics. I have 10 endorsements and the third person here has zero endorsements. Well, the thing about this is all else being equal on our profiles, you are going to show up first. I'm gonna show up second and the third person is not gonna show up at all because you actually need one endorsement on a skill for it to be factored into LinkedIn's search algorithm. So the way that you boost your skill section is to take all of the skills that you found in the exercise from tip number two and include all of the skills in your skill section. Then I want you to focus on the top three to five skills in terms of frequency. And I want you to go ask colleagues, friends, family, classmates, anybody else that you can think of for endorsements. And I want you to aim for a minimum of five on those top five skills. And what's gonna happen is when you get more endorsements on those top five skills, you're gonna show up higher in search results that are relevant for those skills. And therefore you're gonna be more likely to get clicked on. And those people who click on your profile are gonna be more likely to reach out to you. The seventh thing here is to get recommendations for your profile. So most people don't even have a single recommendation. So even if you just get one, you're gonna be well, well ahead of the curve. And the great part about recommendations is that they are essentially references that people can see before they reach out to you. So the biggest barrier to references, there's really two of them. One is asking for the reference, and that is something that we need to overcome. And the second is getting people to actually write the endorsement or the recommendation because what ends up happening is a lot of people say, yes, I'll write a recommendation for you. And then they're staring at a blank cursor on their screen and they don't know what to say. So something that I found to help with this is to first ask for the recommendation. And then when this person says yes, you can say, I know it can be hard to come up with something from scratch. So if you be open to it, I can write a draft of the recommendation and send it to you. And then you can edit it to your heart's content. You can delete stuff, you can add stuff, you can swap stuff out, you can change it however you want, but that'll give you a basis to work off of. And what I found is that that significantly increases the conversion rate from people saying yes to you actually having the recommendation on your profile. And I think all of us, anybody listening to this has at least one or two people who would be willing to write them a recommendation. But again, the more the merrier. So the eighth tip I have here is to engage with and support others. So comments can generate a ton of profile views for you. And the best part about them is they're manual. You don't have to rely on a search algorithm to generate the views. You can actually go out there and create them for yourself. So here's how to do that. First, I want you to go out and find at least 10 thought leaders in your target space. People who are creating content on an active basis hopefully daily, but maybe multiple times a week at a minimum. And then I want you to bookmark their post feed and check their feed daily. Every time there's a new post that they've created, I want you to leave a supportive and valuable comment on each post. And you're gonna get significant bonus points if you show up early on their post and you're one of the first comments. But by doing this, 
we get two benefits. First, you're showing support for this author, for this creator, and they're going to become familiar with your name and your profile picture and the fact that you support them. That's what they're going to associate with you. So that's going to make it a lot easier for you to build a relationship with them. But on top of that, you're also going to be able to get in front of their entire audience. So all the people who are viewing their posts are going to see your thoughtful, valuable, and supportive comments on every single post. They're going to get familiar with you, and then they're going to click on your profile because if you're saying interesting things in the comments, if you're adding value in the comments, they're going to say, who's this person who's adding this awesome value? I want to learn more about them. And they're going to click your profile. And the more comments that you leave, the more views that you're going to see. But really, all you need to start here is those 10 people and leaving comments on their posts in a thoughtful way may take a little longer at first, maybe like half an hour, but you're going to be able to whittle this down to about five, 10 minutes per day, which is going to allow you to breeze through this and get a significant amount of views on your profile as a result. And the final tip here, the ninth tip is to create content. So content is networking at scale. I was working with a LinkedIn client and at the time she had around 1200 connections. And so what I had her do was post for 30 days straight. She'd never posted before. And what we found was that at the end of the 30 day period, her post had generated over 120,000 views. And so the interesting thing here was that it was a nice clean 10X number, but by posting every single day for a month, she was able to reach 10X the amount of people in her connection base. And think of how long it would have taken her to reach out to all of those connections one-on-one, right? It would have taken forever. Whereas she's just putting content out there and that is reaching 10X her connections base And all she's doing is creating the post and she's just sharing it, right? So that's really what I mean by content being networking at scale. One post can reach so many more people. And on top of that, it allows you to showcase your value in your own words and on your own terms. So I know that feels scary. That's why only 1% of people actually go out and create their own original content. But that should be exciting and that should be motivating because that pool is small, right? 1% of people is a very, very small portion of people, which means if you start creating your own original content, you immediately step into rare air and that's gonna differentiate you from everybody else. So that's it for today. I hope these nine tips are helpful, but if you wanna take your LinkedIn to the next level, I'm actually hosting a masterclass on Tuesday at 6 p.m. It's gonna teach you my three-step system that I've used to generate six-figure success on LinkedIn as a job seeker, a professional, an entrepreneur, and a thought leader. So you can find that link at cultivatedculture.com forward slash LinkedIn. You can sign up for free. The entire webinar is free. So even if you don't show up there, I hope you got some value out of this podcast episode. But if you want to take this to the next level, the webinar is going to be your best bet. So hopefully we'll see you there. Again, the link is cultivatedculture.com forward slash LinkedIn. It's happening on Tuesday. Outside of that, I hope you have an awesome weekend and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast. 